Listener, come here. Yeah. Come click close. Listener, come close. Eli was trying to find a pop shield for his microphone, right? No. And he I couldn't find no. a t-shirt. I won't. And he said, oh, this one's literally got spoff on it. No, I didn't. <laughs> Very good, Paul. Yeah, make some stuff up to make me sound like some kind of grotty, spoff-dusted cave troll. I'm not. I'm actually not a troll who lives in a, cu- a cum-crusted cave of his own despair, rolling around in sweet wrappers and curry tins, uh-huh. cr- crusting over in both ends. Do, do you know what, Eli? Do Break you know the what, crust Eli? open. Do you know what, Eli? Right. Let me just get stop. your chisel. Let me just, get let your me just chisel. stop you there for a second. <laughs> get your crust chisel. And just say this. You can say all you like that uh, what I'm saying is lies and that I, I paint you as a spoff-crusted troll, right? Yeah. However, we do, do live in a technologically advanced age. Yes. And when we started the Zoom call, it was recording no! everything from the minute you no! picked up. Don't... So I have audio footage of you saying, ah, that was literally covered in spunk. <laughs> <laughs> so... All I'm saying is, uh, no. if I was Columbo, that would be my just one more thing moment. No, that's not Columbo. That's a, he was a kind man who solved crimes and then, you know, outsmarted I people. solved the crime. You you spied on me. You recorded me without my permission. And no, then, you got permission uh, the minute you answered the call. No, I did Oh, fuck Zoom. Zoom's shit. Where's our liberties? And the solver of the mystery of the spoffy troll. <laughs> Welcome to Cheap Show. Well, right, yeah. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. People love noodles. It's just a fact of Cheap Show you're going to have to learn to fucking accept. Cheap Show. It's the price of shite. Paul Gannon. Eli Silverman. Welcome to Cheap Show. And I go and I nuzzle. Hello, welcome to Cheap Show, the economy comedy podcast. I am Paul Gannon and that is... I'm Eli Silverman. I've got my crust chisel ready. And I'll be tapping it through the crystal extrusions on the right, wall of your mind. <laughs> we've literally lost Eli three minutes in. Excellent. I'll chip away. I'll chip, 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 chip. Chip away at the crusts. You know what? I'll yeah. never let you chip away. I'll never let you chip away. <laughs> Paul, just before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode today, I do need to yeah. mention this very small source reportette. As it were. Good. I'm, I, I hope it is a small report because I had quite a number of emails uh, from last week's episode saying the source report went on for far too long and isn't as interesting as Eli thinks. Did you really, though? Yeah. Who are these people? I mean, I'll pull one up. I'll pull on. one up. I want to hear this. You, you do your source and I'll pull the email up. Well, it's, I've been t- totally deflated by this. I don't want to now. Who doesn't like source? Who doesn't appreciate source, you know? Analysis. Come on, Go read on, it out give to us me. your source. Well, apparently, oh no, you do your source thing. I'm I, trying to find the article. I'm not, I? Paul, I tell you what, I'm not going to do. Right, I tell you what, I'm not going to do is 
enthusiastically detail some fantastic sources that I've been sent just for you to deflate me straight afterwards by reading out some kind of whiny critical letter from a cave-dwelling source hater. Now, what well, What does it say? Come on, just tell me what well, it says. No, I, I can't find it. It was my... Oh! Oh, you can't find it. Oh, you can't <laughs> find it. No. You fucker. Don't fucking undermine me or the source-based content. <laughs> You're fucking made up. Bot cri- right, criticism. Okay. They're Russian bots. For now, I, the defence stands down. No, the, the prosecution stands down. Okay. And the defence stands up. The defence is getting a tent on. And it's source-based. Right. Hello. do 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 I was sent this special source report pot. Well, I don't know where the sources came from. But thank you. It had a little do 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 um post-it note sellotaped to the lid of this pot. So we know that it's real. And these appear to be, Paul. Um, they're either Malay or Thai. But there is one in here, and you can see photos of all the sources featured in uh, Cheap Show on oh. on the R uh, website. Um, this is a fish sauce, but it's got little and it's got little lime on, and it's got a little window on the sachet, similar to an early crisp packet. Um, and you can see bits of chili floating around in a very clear, yellow tinged fish sauce. There, that's a very interesting sachet. Also, look at this, mate. McDonald's fried chicken hot sauce. Don't see that every day, do you? Is it it a hot sauce for fried chicken, or is it flavoured like fried chicken hot sauce? I would assume it's hot sauce for fried chicken. I fucking hate this part of the podcast so much. Um, And there is also... Look at this bizarre... Now, this is a real special one here. It's a hot sauce. It has a quality that these sachets really gets my sauce radar... Full mast, hard on, dripping a little bit of clear cum at the top of it. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful visual image, thank you. It depicts a bottle of the sauce on the actual, um, on the sachet itself. Oh, yeah. I like those ones. The other weird thing about this one, this chili sauce one, uh, it has a bottle depicting some chilies, but also, look, it says Seven Fresh. And what does that remind you of that? That logo, the seven. In fact, it's like a Seven Eleven. It's a comp- copy. It must be a Seven Eleven branded hot sauce. Yeah, so I'm thinking maybe it's a Seven Eleven hot sauce. It's a very and interesting. You can only item. get it when you buy something horrible from a hot shelf. A hot shelf? It's not called a hot shelf. It's not called a get hot that, shelf. Get me that pasty from the hot shelf. No, you get it from the. <laughs> it's the hot food closet, isn't it? Hot food, hot food closet. Yeah, I don't know what you call it. The 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 grilled cupboard. Yeah. Meaty Margaret's meat cupboard. <laughs> I'm going mad. You I'm could, gonna get out. That would be good. Meaty, you could have meat meat cupboards. You could have uh, Meaty Margaret's uh, meals. Oh, hello, Oi, Meaty Margaret. Uh, well, I would like quite the meaty cupboard for you. I'd like some something vegetarian. Do you have a vegetarian item? Mrs. Margaret. Oh, you think you should fuck off now while you still got your legs? <coughs> For this is a meat market. I- I'm sorry. Meat- uh, sorry, are you f- are you threatening me? I'm afraid so, uh, sir. Right. I'm, I'm going to have to ask you politely to leave my property before I set the dogs on you. Well, I think I should reveal to you now, Mrs. so-called Meaty Margaret, 
Meaty Margaret, that's my name. I'm from the Department of Health Food Inspection Service. And... Fucking hell, Jethro, get the guns! Oh my god! We're gonna have to shut ourselves down! The police are out of us! Right. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll oh get my the god. dogs and the guns! Oh my god, I've never seen something so horrible! Jethro, meaty Margaret's man! <laughs> <laughs> what a lovely scene. I like those. I like those two. They're like the, uh, yeah. the, the Wests. <laughs> <laughs> what, Fred West? Yeah. I think we should model those characters on the West. No. How about we don't specifically model them on those characters? (laughs) Okay. Um, And the last sauce uh, is a pot sauce. This is not so... uh, I'm a bit pissed off that I finished the sauce report with this one, Paul, because it's a... Oh, dear. It's just a Frank's Red Hot pot, uh, which you get in Domino's. And now this, in reference to last week's sauce report, I tasted the Pizza Hut ones, and they were disgusting and terrible. Now, at least Domino's, and this is one of the reasons why Domino's is the dominant brand of takeaway pizza in this fair aisle of ours, oh. is because they do proper decent sauces like Frank Red Hot. Frank Red Hot, it's there in a pot. You know, it's not some Pizza Hut hot, which was. Is the it fu- good? Frank's Red Hot is great. Yeah. Have you had? Have you tasted any of the other sauces? Is this redundant information? All you're doing is telling me you've got pouches of sauce. Yeah, well, I won't be... T- these are too unique and beautiful. The hot, this, uh, the one with the window, the fish yeah. sauce with the floaters, and the one, the 7-Eleven one, they're too beautiful to be besmirched. But luckily, whoever kindly sent these in did give me two packets of the McDonald's fried chicken hot sauce. So I'll be tasting that. It's quite a nice little haul, that really. Yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? I'm thinking. Yeah. Of, I'm thinking of a way I, I need to display my sa- my burgeoning sauce sachet uh, oh, no. collection. <laughs> I'm thinking of like a pin board because then you can pin the t- you know like a chalk. Um, well, not a chalkboard. Um, a what? And then they're board. all oozing out. They're not oozing out. Oozing it's not out. oozing anywhere. It's very clean. It's actually very hygienic. You put a pin in it. It will come out the old and the pin. No, mates. I put the pin through the top curtain. The top flap, for want of a better word. You know oh, I mean? meaty Margaret doesn't like you putting a pin in her flap. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just had, I just, uh, I just had a whole crossover idea when meaty Margaret, oh, meaty Margaret and Jeffro meet Madam Plop Plops and Squishy Jim versus. Oh, mate. <laughs> hey, I'm Mrs. Lady Plops and I'm meaty Margaret. <laughs> And I'm Jeffro. <laughs> Hello, Jeffro. I'm I'm Jeffro. Oh, you can't be. Uh, well, you can't be Squishy Jim then. You've ruined You've it. You've ruined it. Okay. No, come on. Try again. One more time, guys. In your positions. Nah, I quit the production. Well, you won't be paid. I, I've been Hamlet, you know. I've been Hamlet at the Royal Shakespeare Theatre. Listen, you fucking hack. And I shan't play Jethro for your tawdry podcast. Just get your hands in the pile of muck, rub it on your bullsack, and knuckle down, sunshine. Smell my... (laughs) Go on, director. (laughs) (laughs) Right, that's it. We've lost Eli. I was going to say smell my meat knuckle, but I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Right, I'm quitting the production. Now, Paul... I could have been on Heidi High. (laughs) No, I want to. I want to bring back uh, Meaty Margaret, Meaty Margaret, and Jethro. But you'll have to play Jethro. Okay, but I've got to develop that character. Okay, now I think. Um, I think um, he's a violent, inbred slaughterhouse manager. Meaty Margaret could be a sort of um, a replacement character for uh, Uncle Grumbly, couldn't he? Couldn't she? Well, maybe. She, yeah. she, she deals in savage death to animals and yeah. uh, 
maybe stray passes by. Yes, definitely. Definitely stray passes by, make their ways into her pie mix. Yeah, it's a bit all Sweeney Todd-like, isn't it? She's like Rosemary West meets Sweeney Todd. (laughs) No, that's absolutely (laughs) fucking horrible. (laughs) I can't think of anything worse than that. I can. God, I can. Right, well, we're 13 minutes in, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Cheap Show, the economy comedy podcast where I, Paul Gannon, Eli Silverman, go to the charity shops, the bargain bins. Well, we can't. No, we don't go there. We just get sent sources. And we invent characters called Meaty Margaret. Alright. We're we're in stuck, mate. I know. What are we gonna do? However, the charity on, shops never come back. But on this week's episode, we do have long time coming Country Urban Noodle Kitchen, Test Lab Kitchen with Eli Silverman. Thank you. And we are playing a Gannon's Golden Games. A holdover from last week's episode where uh we decided we would play no Edmunds. Are you smarter than a 10-year-old? So today we're gonna find out if Eli is smarter than a 10-year-old. What do you think? How do you think I'll do, Paul? What? How do you think I'll do? What's the format? So it's like just general knowledge questions and then it tells you what percentage of 10-year-olds got it right or something like that. Yeah, the gist is you have to answer 10 questions. That's literally it. But what makes it reasonably complicated is that you can either go with your answer or the answer of that of a 10-year-old child. Uh, I will be playing the 10-year-old child in this instance because the board game has to let the other players be, quote-unquote, the children. Yeah, Paul, can I just ask, though? All the questions... Our questions a 10-year-old should know. Okay. Based on syllabus. Uh, the syllabi. Now, yeah. Paul, when you play the 10-year-old, yeah. try not to sex it up too much for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't fucking say that either. <laughs> Implying that, A, I was going to anyway. B, I thought that was a good idea and not at all Cut this. Cut this bit and the C, bit about the spot. C, Cut C, it. About, Cut. C, the bit about you. What? You might get it confused and it leads no. you down a dark hole. I just thought you, you know, you've got, you've so got, to speak, you've got a predisposition to sex up your child characters. No, I don't. Yes, that you is do. Absolutely untrue. And if anything, that says more about how you see the characters I play than how I play them. I'm sorry I said that. Okay, and I'd like you to remove it from the podcast and the spot. No, t-shirt. well, it's staying in because one day people will look back on this episode and say, "Yeah, that's where it started." This Your is honor. it. This is that episode for us, the Meaty Margaret episode. Do you remember the Meaty Margaret episode? Oh yeah. It's where Cheap Show fell off. It's flat. It's flaccid. It's stale. It's like this sock. I would say that true. That be that would be true. I would say I can't say that would be true. Apparently. <laughs> oh well. I would say that that could also be true of episode twenty through to one hundred and seventy-eight. It could. I'm now sniffing some mayonnaise. Yeah, he is. I can see him on Zoom and. Uh, Great stuff, mate. Why are you smelling mayo? This show has gone right off the fucking rails. I know. <laughs> you know what? I don't think we should do an episode this week. I'm an, I, I no. don't know if we're in the right state of mind. I'm certainly not. I've gone hot frenzied mode here on the bed of pickles. What are you doing, you mad twat? <laughs> God, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm trying... To do a podcast. You are very trying. I'm trying to do a podcast. I'm ready here. I'm wait- waiting for you to move it on. You know. Right. Well, let's fucking move it on because this intro has been probably our absolute worst yeah. in five years. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you look so sad on Zoom. <laughs> I am sad. This salsa has right. seen better days. 
I'll tell you. It's like, shut up. <laughs> stop this recording now. Now, I don't know about you, Paul, but during lockdown, I've been craving Chinese food. Hard, fast, slip it in me, put it down me. Put that Right, I'm checking out. You just do this second all by yourself. Now, you don't need me. And I've done noodles. Yeah, done noodles in the past today. Because of the I know you have the conditions. You've covered a gap a wide gamut of noodles. Now usually on the show when we cover noodles, we go to the country urban noodle and we'll do it in situ, Paul, and then maybe I'll give you some uh, some pimping tips and you get to see, mm. you get to see some sort of process there. We can't do that because of the situation. Now, of course, Paul. Because of the situation. So, sorry, today we're just going to give you a straightforward noodle review. Two noodles that have been sitting in my noodle library. Uh, and I took these out. And uh, these are just two noodles that have been sitting around. And uh, do, do you have, like, a noodle librarian who, who looks after all the stock? Like a little wizened old man or lady who... Knows exactly what noodle is where and what system it's categorised and stored in. If by, the noodle-based system or something. Well, if if by little old man or lady you mean an ethereal spirit being who um, who haunts my hair. Oh, you really have fucking taken some fucking comedy badger pills today, haven't you? <laughs> comedy badger pills? What are they? Yeah. Can you snort them? Can you crush when, them up? Like, crush it's them when up. people use badger. It's when people use badger as a lazy excuse for being surreal. You know what I mean? And what was lazy about a woman who lives in my hair and is an ethereal spirit? Don't try and label me a badger comedian. Don't call me a... <laughs> Will. Don't fucking put the badger label on me, mate. Fuck you. I'm sorry, mate. We can't have you perform in this club tonight. We've heard you're a bit of a badger comic. And, no, uh, no. Some of our audience don't no, take mate, it. No, mate, no. I only mentioned badgers once or twice. It's the punchline to two jokes. Yeah, mate. Well, the current political climate, we don't like a lot of badger talk on stage. It makes our audience a little bit uncomfortable. Right. We just want to have a good time, mate. What if I've replaced a badger with the word hedgehog? Oof. Hedgehog? Well, we don't get many hedgehogs around here, sir. So, uh, yeah, all right. Uh, all right, thank you. Have you got any racists? Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> Come on. Right. Anyway, the, do, you, do you have a Dewey decimal system for noodles? Oh. A noodle decimal system, perhaps? Um, yes. Yes, I do. Um, it's very unsophisticated compared to the real Dewey decimal system. I was reading about that. Do you know about the Dewey decimal system? It's crazy. I, I know vaguely of it's it. It's crazy. Yeah. So the, each decimal place is a subdivision yeah. of, of what it's about. And it can go all the way yeah. down to lobster or something. Individual words right down. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So I want a you know historical book about lobsters that will have its own little code. Yeah, because that, and that's how you'll find it. Otherwise, what would you do? You go, we're going to number them all by numbers. You can't do that. It's brilliant. You can't do that alphabetically. But that guy Dewey who invented it was a... a In Scream, uh, the Scream movies. Was he? He was the one who survived the Ghostface Killer's attack on four separate occasions. Is that what it's known as, the Ghostface Killer? The baddie in Scream? Yeah, Ghostface Killer. That's the name of a, I don't know a, if the a ra- rapper. I don't know if the rap name came first or not. Well, when did Scream come out? Uh, 96? Well, it's around the same time as the first Wu-Tang album. So. Oh, there you go, maybe. Oh, well, and also, know. that mask was already a shop-bought mask you could buy before it became known in the films as that mask. Oh, Okay. Much like the mask in Halloween, which was a famously a mask of uh, Shatner. Yeah. Famously. Do you know he used to have a, uh, his name used to be double-barreled? William Shatner? He used to be called William Shatner Bucket. Did he? 
I could see why he changed his name then. Well, it used to be it used to be Russian because he changed it, but then he realised the mistake. So originally, before then, it was a William Shatner mouth. <laughs> well, it, this talking about shitting in the mouth that that brings us to <laughs> that brings me to noodle the noodle decimal system. No, that Here we no go. that just one point, Paul, on what we're talking about. You've made so many one points. <laughs> no, look, this is important though. Chuck Berry. You're like you, Columbo of noodles. You said, Just one more noodly point. You said William Shatner. It yes. used to be called Shatner, Shatner Bucket. Chuck, yeah. Chuck Berry used to have a middle name, Usser. Chuck Usser Berry. Like, and Chuck, really? <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's not. You're like, all right, I get it. All right, I get it. I get it. So, it's, but, you know, they used to be mates, William Shatner Bucket, and then Chuck Usser Berry... You'd pay him. <laughs> <laughs> we fucking lost it. Chuck, Chuck would pay William to shit in a bucket with a berry. And then he'd go and he'd wank over the shit bucket because he was into that. Apparently. Yeah, right. We've You've painted a delightful picture. Okay. First noodle up today, Paul. This is a very Chinese noodle. And this is the kind of Chinese food not so popular in the West. But it's becoming much more popular. This is a Sichuan Yibin burning noodle. Burning noodle. Well, now, what makes it a burning noodle, Mr. Silverman? Uh, chili, I believe. Now, Sichuan famously has a their own pepper, a numbing pepper. Have you ever had anything with a numbing Rice. pepper? And uh, typically, we've did we've done something like that in the past. Have we a numbing pepper noodle or yeah, something like yeah. that? Yeah, we did. They there was a um, it what it was. It was one of those Sam Yang. Uh, two times spicy, one of those ones, but it was a, a sub okay. a sub flavor of that, wasn't it? It was a Sam Yang spicy chicken ramen uh, uh, numbing pepper one. Well, well, well remembered, yes. And that wasn't that. Thank you. Was it numbing? Did you find it really numbing? Not really. It had that. No, it's kind of the same kind of numbing you get on one of those condoms that desensitizes the penis during sex. That's numbing. I mean, I mean, yeah. Like, I remember it made my mouth very numb yes. when I tried <laughs> when it. When you tried, so did you, was it numb when you were taking a huge cock? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Couldn't feel it in that your mouth. Was exactly the circumstances that led me to have that condom in my mouth, and then make the comparison to the burning noodle that we uh, had uh, a few months ago. Both the cock brothers, yeah. Poor, very poor. Come on, considering <laughs> even our material, just say all oh, the cock brothers wasn't very witty at the end. It was just loads bad. of things you could have done instead. Oh, fuck off. Anyway, I was going to say, Sichuan, they have the numbing, but burning is hot. You could have said the whole band Wang Chung. You're really skirting close to Better than Cock Brothers. Fanny Sisters. No, the Cock Brothers, cousins. The cock just, brothers just, are actual brothers, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, but you don't pronounce it that, do you? Yes, you do. Koch. You don't. Koch. Like, no. a, like a, a liver puddling would say, give me your koch. Koch. Yeah. <laughs> right. Szechuan has the numbing pepper. And what they do so successfully in some dishes is the numbing, your your mouth gets numbed by the pepper, but there's also chilli there. So the chilli comes round the back of the numb. Once the numb starts to go... Comes round the back of the what? <laughs> the numbing. It broke out there. And all, uh, comes round the back of the numbing. Right, okay. So you get this amazing interplay of uh, when the flavours hit your mouth. I had some chicken in a, in a restaurant, uh, Szechuan chicken in a restaurant called the Mayflower in bristol fucking hell it was both an ordeal and an orgasm this food it was like it was you were numbed you had a hot garlic hits you and then it's numbing and then the and then the the fucking chili's running right around the back of the building 
you know, runny, runny, run, run, comes round the back door. Bashing that back door yeah, in. bashes to get right in. back in through the back door of your mouth. Through the back door. This episode's way too sexually charged. And the, <laughs> and the chili just comes round the back. <laughs> Ram it right in. Right in. It's amazing right, food. No lube. And I'm, I'm hoping no, no. Um, that this uh, burning noodle has some of that element. Now, this is one of the really easy to make because you just steep it in water, then drain the water off, and then... <laughs> Are you okay? Are you still there? <laughs> yeah, I'm still here, but this happens. Right. If you think the f- image is frozen when we're doing this, it's not. I've just mentally zoned out. <laughs> no, your image did freeze then. Right, so that's the first one. Burning Noodle. It's made by the same... Oh, uh, I was going to say, yeah, what's the company name? Are they known for these kind? What, what are they like as a brand? They tend to have a lot of vermicelli-style uh, noodles, this brand. but this That's the thin ribbony one. The very thin. Uh, but these, yeah. this for the burning noodle, which I like better, are flat noodles. Not as big as those big flat noodles. Oh, I like flat. But these yeah, are just like these them. are more like a shoelace flat one, if you see what I mean. Eli. Yes. I was about to ask you a really good question about noodles, and then the minute I opened my mouth, it completely vanished. No, never mind. So I've been back. saying this sentence slowly to try and get the thought to come back. But it hasn't. Oh, yeah. No, here it is. Okay, here it is. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you did have a, a noodle decibel system, how, where would you rank it? How, how would you rank it? How, how would you break it down? Well, that's a good point, Paul. You'd have to say the first division being uh, either a soup noodle or stir, mm. stir-fried style. That's the first branching of the tree, yeah. isn't it? Then in those two, yeah. in those two, you, they've both got two sub... They both... The both branches of that are either steep the noodle in boiled water or you have to boil it. So yeah. that's a big distinction as well, isn't it? Okay. It's got two levels of distinction first. Whether it's stir-fried yeah. or soup-based flavour, whether you have to steep the noodles yeah. or boil the noodles in water actively. Yeah. And then after that, you basically got all of the different types and flavours. And I suppose you could break those down into meat. Yeah. Seafood. Seafood. Vegetarian. Vegetarian. Meat, seafood, a vegetarian. That's it. And then, then you get to the sachet level. I'm going to actually uh, develop the Eli Dewey noodle system. You've inspired I think you me. should. The Eli Silverman noodle decimal well, system. Well, watch this space because I'm just having some initial thoughts. But with the sachet number, there's an easy economical way to represent every noodle as a, as a number, as a decimal number, Paul. This is amazing. I am number. I am not man. I am man. <laughs> I am not man. <laughs> I am idiot. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so there's that one. Now, Paul, I don't know if I've... We must have had this conversation before, but in parts of the world where uh, where noodles are, you know, more of a staple than they are here, um, they tend to have, and especially in Japan and Korea, I've heard about this, they have different levels of noodles for different people's pocket sizes. And by pocket size, I mean how much money they have. Different what budgets. Of course. Yeah. So you get posh noodles, but it's all—it's always been—it's always been the noodle for those on a budget, and you know, on, I'm not going to say poverty line, but you know, families that can't buy fresh, and you know, they have to store yes, for a long there's time. That. This came in handy. There is that, and that is what they're traditionally known as. And also, we know that um, when poverty goes up, the percentage of instant noodles sold also goes up. So there's all of these. Things. I wonder how many's gone up during the COVID thing. Do you a reckon lot. it's gone up? Well, a lot. I think yeah. It must have because you think about it in terms of stockpiling as well. Noodles are the ultimate yeah. stockpile. They never go off. So people must have been, you know, and they're extremely cheap generally. But 
in yeah. in cultures where there's been noodles for a long time, they do have more posh, expensive noodles, uh, yeah. which uh, which go around the sort of five to six or seven pound mark. Do you see what I mean? So they're really posh. Yeah. They're, and they've got lots of sachets with sort of fresh, not fresh, but actual wet ingredients in them and stuff. So I've got... We had one sent, didn't we? A wet noodle package that yeah, came no, in that like was, a takeaway No, box. that was terrible. That's not what I'm talking about. Oh, really? That's not what I'm talking about. Oh. I'm talking about with actual... For example, I saw one, which was like a fancy Korean one, and it had snails. And it was like... It's about six pounds. Yeah, so it's going to have a little... Literally a little sachet with snail in it, in sauce. And, yeah. you know, so that... This one I've got is... Uh... I've got a great joke about snails. Go on, then. So, his husband, and he's feckless and lazy, and he's watching the telly, and his wife comes in and goes, it's our anniversary, I thought you were going to make a special meal tonight. I asked for lescar, escargot. And the husband goes, oh, fuck hell. Oh, things I fucking promised for a fucking crap blowy. All right, all right, I'll go and fucking shop. She goes, all right, you go to the shop, here's the money. And you go and get the best snails, and you, right? And he goes, oh, right, 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 right. Right, so he's aware that it's snails. He's aware that it's snails. Yeah. It's not... Yeah, he, know, he knows. He's, he sounds like a lout, but he knows what escargot is, okay. all right? That's not the anyway, joke, then. So off it's he goes. It's not like escargot-go. So he, he, he's meant to go to the posh part of the town and buy the s- snails there, but he decides instead just to go to the cheap place and grab them. The cheap, the cheap snail place. Right, yeah, he okay. goes to the cheap snail place. I don't fucking know. Anyway... He buys the snails and then he sees he's got loads of money left over because he's bought cheap and he goes to the pub and he starts drinking. Ah, my fucking wife, it's our anniversary, mate. We fucking all these uh, snails. He's there for hours. Oh, he's there for hours drinking and swearing. And anyway, pub closes and he goes, ah, fuck He's Eli Silverman, apparently. Yeah, nice. Thank Walks you. home. I haven't and had a drink in two months. Fuck. The man gets to the door. And he's drunk as fuck and he can't get his keys out and he's messing around with the bag. And as he's about to put the key in the door, he drops the ba- he drops the bag and all the snails spill out. Anyway, the wife opens the door, fuming, fuming mm. she is. Mm. Where have you been all bloody night? I sent you out to get the snails. And in a moment, he looks at her, looks down, and then goes, "Come on, snails, hurry up! We're nearly there." God, that's terrible. That's so awful. Da, 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 Did you make da, that? Da, thank you. I'm here all week. Did you make now that up? Time for Eli Silverman, Badger comic. Here we go. Hello, I've got a badger. Look at his little hair. Look. Ooh. Boo. What's that? What's Boo. that? Have you got a house, sir? No, I've got a badger you coming make... out my ear. No, have you? Where's the badger? It's run up my tail. Where's the badger? Here's the badger. Ooh, is it a whelk? <laughs> <laughs> Stop it now. It's frightening. Is there a whelk? No, it's a badger. Right. Next noodle. So... As I was saying, you do get these really posh ones, Paul. And I think yes. this one is one that is a sort of in-between. This is not a cheap noodle by any means. And it has... Oh, This is an aspirational noodle that uh, I've got oh, it's here. a posh one, that, by the looks of yes. things. It's Chef Nick's Noodles is the brand. What was that? Chef's Mix? What was that? Chef Nick. Chef Mix, sorry. Not Chef Mix. Chef Nick's. I know, I I heard it now. It's just I thought you said like Chef Mix, and I thought that was the same people who made those little crackers. Chex Mix, yeah, they're nice, aren't they? Chex Mix, yeah. Right, Chef Nick's noodles. There he is. You can see he's on the cover of this noodle. And oh, he he's is. Holding, oh, and it's a very posh package. And he's holding up a whole string of noodles there, and he's got a look on his face like, look at these noodles, you bitch. Like that. Like, yeah, you can't have them. Yeah. You can't have them. Like, he's proud, extremely proud of the noodles. But he also, you can also read a lot into that facial expression. And it also looks like he's daring you to mention that he's just let off. 
basically. Do you know what I mean? He's daring yeah, 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 you. He's yeah. staring you down. But he will but he will pluck your eyeball out with a pair of chopsticks if you fucking cross him. He's, he's staring you down and going, I know that's the worst guff ever, but you know, you're not gonna fucking blame me, are you? Student. So what makes these so special then, eh? What these makes are, these so these special? These are three cup sauce, um, and three cup is a traditional Chinese uh dish. And I think it's to do with if you get three cups, one cup of ginger, one cup of garlic, and one cup of uh, some other ingredient, and that's where it goes. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, uh, I think maybe uh, what rice wine or something. I, I'm going to look up. I will look up what the three cups are in three cups. But it's one of those ones, like thank you. You know those traditional dishes. And I haven't looked. Oh yeah, that's what I'm going to do, Paul. We're going to have a little sachet count of these noodles now. So I'm going to go start with Chef Nick's one. Trying to open it carefully so we can still get a picture of the cover. Now, one thing I notice about this chef's nick that makes it posher, look, they're in a little tray. Oh, very nice. So they're not inside the plastic, they're in a tray. However, you know, I know it protects the noodle, right, but isn't it just like a bit of a waste of packaging, really, to have it like that? Because you end up just breaking it up anyway, and it all unravels. And Yeah, well, you know what I mean? totally. I don't know why they're trying to protect this. Now, you've got a soup sachet here. This is a nice one in the chef's nick, because look, there is a picture of a bear there. There's a teddy bear in a little pot. On, on. Oh, there's a little teddy bear. Yeah. Oh, it's a little teddy bear. Is it bear soup? Oh, and it's got one of those um, those little, um, what are they called? The things you don't eat that, that take the moisture out of the air. Oh, silica gel. Yeah, they've got that in a noodle. That is the first time I've ever seen that. The three cups, why is it called three cup chicken? Because the three cups of sauce is required for each chicken. A cup of each of soy sauce, rice wine... And sesame oil oh, there you go. are added. There you go. Thank you. So that's that. That sounds good, doesn't it? I had some uh, in Daiwan B, which is one of my favourite re- restaurants. So, which one are you looking forward to most out of those two? Uh, Chef Nick's. It looks impressive. It's quite minimalist. You know, it's like saying, "Look, yeah. there's only one sauce sachet, but we don't care because that's the quality." That's the other thing. How how is that gonna How is that gonna fit into the noodle decimal system, mate? Eh? How's that gonna work? It will only have one. It will only have one. One sauce sachet. I don't know how I'm going to fit in. No. How are you going to fit in non-food sachets such as the uh, the air sucker out of what's it called? What's it fucking silica gel? Silica gel. Thanks. Yeah. Now I'm just going to invest. Here's a good tip, ladies and gentlemen. Here's a good life hack. Seriously, right? Every time you buy something and you get those silica gels, just keep them right in in a jar. Keep loads of them in a jar, right? And let's just say. You drop your phone in a, 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 the sink and you pull it out quickly. If you put your phone in that jar stuffed full of silica gel packs, it will help dry the phone out. Uh, isn't isn't that true of a bowl of rice as well or something? Rice as well as another one. Now, the go, turning back to the Sichuan Yibin burning noodle, it says now non-fried on this. Now, this is a big thing. Cause what does that mean? It's not a fried noodle because the original way... But it's not a soup one either. No, no. They mean the actual noodle cake itself because the original way yeah. you'd make an instant noodle is you take a normal noodle and you flash fry it, in usually in uh, palm oil. Oh, but then okay. people started to have objections to that for health reasons. Right. People don't want a fried noodle as their instant noodle. They, no. they want a noodle that's instant but isn't fried, and that this is. So that's the one they're... Selling points, like you would on, 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 uh, you know, on a, a drink, you'd say no added preservatives, as a sort of way of saying, okay, this all is right. good. It says non-fried on this. All right, well then I will hold you back no longer. No, I will I've got to tell you how many sachets are in the fucking this one. 
Oh, fuck. I thought you'd done that. I Christ, mate. Done just it. be concise. I think you should have done it ages ago when you first mentioned it. I'm sitting here bored out of my fucking head while you talk about noodles. There are three. And I'm trying to make an effort with all the Dewey Decimal System idea to throw some inspiration your way. But honestly, mate, fuck this section. Right, so the Szechuan burning noodle has three sachets. So it's winning the sachet oh, that's battle. Good. There's one that's got some kind of vegetable matter in. Looks like yeah. in, a, in a silver foil packet. It's like uh, astronaut food or something, Paul. Yeah. Uh, I'm on a rocket to noodle land. It's beyond the sun. <laughs> All bound for noodle, noodle land. <laughs> and it's got a soup base, normal soup base. And then you've got, look at that sauce. A very Oh, that looks hot shit. It's hot. It's got whole sesame seeds in the sauce there. Uh, Paul, uh, I'm going to go quickly prepare these and then we'll have a report uh, on... And review there on after. Chef, Chef Nick's uh, posh noodle and also... The burning, Sichuan burning mouth. And I'll tell you how ma- how much my ne- mouth burns. All right, excellent. Well, let, let's just um, let Eli run away to the country urban. I'm like that fucking guy from Carry On. Oh, fucking just make noodles. See you in a bit, everyone. See you in a bit. Bye. Yes, yes. Back with the noodles. I've prepared the noodles, Paul. Um, Exciting. Now, um, uh, as we said, the burning noodle, which refers to the, the sensation in your mouth, the burning noodle. Yes. Uh, rather than the noodle actually being on fire, just to be clear about that. Um, I think we'd established that, but thank okay. you for the clarification. Now, that has three sachets, and one of the sachets is this kind of almost dry, slightly oily vegetable matter. Oily? Yeah, slightly oily, and it's it is quite a posh noodle, actually. Oh, it, they're both quite posh, but something. Do you think the oil's there to keep the herbs fresher? Yes, that's right. Keeps it a little yeah. bit fresh, um, but it's quite fibrous, and it's one of those. I, I think the burning noodle is one that would not appeal um, unless you kind of like authentic Chinese flavors. Not not you know sweet and sour. All of these stuff yeah. that we have here. This is actually like what they eat in Sichuan, and it's a it's a strange profile to a Western palate. It is a, it, they can be kind of strange. And do you think that maybe people who want to try something different should give it a go if they've done all the rest? Now absolutely. they can try this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now the other thing to mention in the preparation of those noodles, the chef Nick's, which is trying to be all posh, was an absolute. Ple- yeah. It was a pleasure to prepare. You could really feel the quality, the workman. You can feel the workman. <laughs> no, you, you can't. Feel, you can feel, you can feel the workman who made it. Yeah, you can feel their their passion coming through the noodle. Yeah, Paul. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I've often felt my passion coming through my noodle as well. <laughs> and it was almost a minimalist approach from Chef Nick because it's one sachet, just one tray yeah. of noodles. The the quality, the build quality on the noodles themselves is really impressive. And the sauce. So which one are you going to try? The sauce has got so much aroma, so much huff coming off the chef Nick's. You can smell every. You can smell the rice wine, the soy sauce, ah, and it's a bit of ginger. Ooh. So just to clarify, which one are you tasting first out of the two? Well, I don't want to, uh, because the burning one is going to will ruin it if I go for that one first, because I won't be able to. Right. So I think is chef Nick's. Let's see. If he was right to be very arrogantly brandishing those noodles at me from the cover and going, yes. Let's find out. Here we go. A mouthful's taken. Wolf's it right down. It's in. 
He's demolished it. He's put a big fork of it in his mouth. Ladies and gentlemen, this is textbook noodle eating. Well, not textbook. You might use chopsticks, actually, on reflection. Mm. But it is still good eating. Mm. Oh, Now, mm. let's go over to Eli now for the report. That's bloody good. What flavour kind of thing is it? Because I missed what the flavour was when you started. It's three cups. Remember, you looked it up. So it's three cups. And I think- So those three cups are all in that one sachet then? Yes. So you've got so- three sachets, one cup. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's sa- it's soy, rice wine, and, and sesame oil. And the rice wine gives it a really deep umami and a slight sweetness. Umami. Yeah, it's very umami. And the way they've built the sauce, it's really clinging to these noodles. And you know what? I think I underdid the noodles. I mean, it was all in Chinese, the packet, so I didn't really know how long to cook them for. But they are slightly Where did you al-gente. get them from? From a, a where did you get them from? A supermarket. Oh, like a, 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 an, an Asian supermarket. Yeah, Long Dan's in in Camden. Long Dan in Camden. Yeah, I will say no more on that. And it has obviously you've got Chef Nick, but there also is another character lurking around, which is the teddy bear. The teddy bear was on the sauce sachet. I think that was more of an affection, though. No, but also he appears also in the instructions on the back. So you've got multilingual, pictorial pictograph ways of how to cook it which is really good isn't it handy yeah you've got the little bear the bear is doing this the bear's doing that the bear's doing that and um i didn't know how long to cook it for so they're slightly undone those noodles are extremely good quality they're very good so they're okay. dense they're very dense do you know what i mean and this is really like very close to like a fresh a fresh noodle so out of 10 what would you give it eight so and then based on that eight what would you give it out of five uh 4.5 <laughs> Enough that 4.5 uh, Is it a noodle or a doodle Mr Silverman It's a noodle Definitely a noodle Very nice It's a noodle Alright well that's a great score It's a little bit costly for You'd, need, you'd want something show. to eat it with though You know it's quite it's, as, By itself it is just a saucy noodle You know A good snack Chicken Chicken is I think That's where I had the three cup I had three cup chicken In a restaurant So that right. would be perfect With some a little bit of chicken A little bit of chicken there Paul Chick 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 Chicken! Chick, 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 chicken. Moving Lay on. Lick the leg for moving me. On to the, um, moving on to the... Now, I didn't mention the company or brand. This also has a cartoon character, like a little ninja. It's like a little superhero, in fact. A noodle superhero with a cap um, with chopsticks, it looks like. Anyway, the artwork's quite interesting on this one. And... Uh, Again, it well, has. A if pic- you want to see the picture, you can go online, thecheapshot.co.uk, and see pictures that accompany this episode. Yes, you certainly can. This was actually by a company called, and they make a lot, Baiyai. B A I J I A. Baiyai. Baiyai. Yeah, that's them. And they do, like I say, a lot of vermicelli ones, but they're very uh, into like multiple sachets and really getting a lot of. And this has got. Okay. This had, right, here like we go. Said, He's going for the burning noodle now. So let's uh, see how that goes down. It's got a real, a, a very. Right, he's eating it. It's got a lot of aroma. Mixing around the flavors. Wow. Oh, oh! It's got a real Eli's face. Ah, uh, mm, it's good. It's got a, a real a ma- mouth effect. A whole sweet. Or if you if you'll let me say <laughs> say tranche here, Paul. I, I will say oh, it. Oh, fuck it out. I've unleashed a tranche of mouth effects from this instant noodle. Humble you know, instant... You know that sentence means nothing, right? A tranche of mouth effects means almost nothing. Almost, but the little bit it does mean is very important to some listeners of this podcast, Paul, okay? So let's just, uh, let's just uh, tone down the fucking chewed, yeah? Okay? My segment, my rules. Mate, 
I'm not getting static from you over this, all right? I'm just going to tune out, man. Now, Get real. There's a lot going on flavor-wise with this. Uh, Does the numbing thing yeah, improve the flavor you for do you? Definitely. you think that you is get, a successful there's, formula? There's a numbingness, and then, like I said, the heat comes through, through the numb. And it gives it an right extra. The back door. It gives it an extra flavor dimension. It's really nice, and I think that stuff, the dry vegetable matter that I mentioned, yeah. is is like seaweed. I believe it's a kind of seaweed. So there's an umami. Okay. There's an umami coming off of that. It's very dry. There's no sweetness to this. There's a lot right. of flavor though. There's a lot of flavor from the chili and the pepper. Really nice noodle. Well, there you go. Oh, so, oh. Uh, what would you rate that then in terms of like? You know, an A plus, it's a, a bit C much. minus. What it's a bit much because you eat the whole thing. It's a bit much. It would really start to overwhelm you. Yeah. So it's definitely not an everyday sort of noodle experience for me. Just a, just a little reference for you, Paul. These noodles in the, yeah. in the in the burning noodle one, very much like those ones that you like, the the chili oil ones. Oh, but but yeah. they're just about half as narrow, basically. Oh, okay. Well, that's so, all right. Like a like a uh, linguine, basically. It's a linguine size. Yeah, I don't mind the girth. Yeah. A good girth, very tasty noodle. But like I say, you wouldn't want to do it every day because it's like it's quite an experience. I'm getting a lot of uh, chili sweats, and my mouth it actually feels numb, and it's it's nice. But is it also something you'd have with like a meat or some vegetables? Is it that's does what it I mean? That as well? No, I don't think so. I think this is much more a noodle that you just have by itself because the flavour is so strong and the chili so strong and the the sesame, uh, there's sesame, yeah. there's whole sesame seeds and sesame oil in that, obviously as well. Would just overpower anything. So you'd have it by itself. You'd have it by itself. So I'd give that. I wouldn't give that as high a score. I'd give it six. Six. Six point five out of ten. So that's about a what? That's about a, a C plus. A two. Two point seven five. I think is in out of five. It's a two one, and it's about C plus, and uh, a three point five, and a six point five. Oh, yeah. shut up! Shut up! <laughs> It's it's a top noodle pick today, is it? I don't know. I don't care. I don't care. I definitely, just in a final word, yeah. I definitely see what Chef Nick's up to with his other flavours. Definitely. That's quality. That's one of the closest facsimiles of an actual fresh restaurant noodle that I've seen in, in instant form. So he was right to hold his chopstick aloft, brandishing them mightly. The, and, yeah. they, and they are, yes, and they are definitely the strongest thing about that. It, they're very good noodles. Ooh, Chef Nick, yeah, you've done me proud. All right, well, there you go. At the end of that interesting Eli Noodle section of the show, we've discovered that sometimes top brands can pave the way for mouth excitement. Num food gives you a treat in the back door. And What else? Uh, what, else what else, Paul? Undermine it. Undermine the fucking seriousness no, of it's me. Just, no, the, go on. What? Do you want me to finish what? What do you want me to finish with? Gaping? Something gaping. Oh, <laughs> no, I was, was going to say I was going to say the noodle decimal system. Oh, I thought the, that was a gift. Yeah, but that's now gonna, yeah, on no, reflection, no, no. The, I, I, why don't you stick it all up your ass? Stick put, all that noodle numbing, hot, burning noodle right up your delicate chocolate starfish. Fucking rated out of ten. Then it's more like a flesh starfish because I, I wipe properly. Well, what an interesting note to end <laughs> this segment on, then, eh? All right, let's end it. Right, Fuck you. great bye. <laughs> Well, it's time of that. T- it's that time of the time of the show time. Ah, <laughs> should I do it? Should I do it? Yeah, go on. Do you know you want to anyway? You're only going to ruin my intro, so just do it. Just do it, dear cheap show listeners. Thanks for sticking with us so far this episode. There's been ups. There's been downs. There's been round the backs. But you've no. Nah, I'm all right, mate. I'll carry on for no, me. You're no, taking no. way too no, long no. with your fannying. No, no. Come on. I was really getting something. All there. right, go on. All right, go on. I'll let you. Uh, sorry, 
Lovely, lovely, cheap show listeners. Lovely, lovely, cheap show listener. Hello. You liking it so far? Thought you would. Do you know what it's time for now? (laughs) It's time for something really nice. It's a real favourite round here. That's right. It's time for... Get it, scout it, go! Go, 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 Right, so on this week's episode, on this week's segment of Ganon's Golden Games, the problem is, dear listener, is that because we're doing this remotely, I can't threaten him with violence if he keeps on doing that, so I am kind of at a loss. Are you going to stop? Gas Golden Games! Gas Golden Games! That sounds like one of Eli's typical piss whispers. Right, excellent. Gas Golden Games! Sure. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that. Today, I was waiting for it. Today. Yeah, what are we playing yeah. today? Today. Paul on Ganon's Golden Games today. What are we playing on Ganon's Golden Games today? Well, once again, we are diving back into TV land to be inspired by a uh, TV show that became a board game. And this board game is called How... No. It's called Are You Smarter Than a Ten-Year-Old? And it stole what stars... Why is my mouth working, Eli? Why is why, why? is it working? Why doesn't it work? Why my mouth... Because you my mouth because not working? Because you, you need to be more conscious of trying to connect your thoughts to your actual speech centre. Okay, I'll tell you Just what. Just slow down. I'm going to reboot... Slow down. I'm going to reboot my brain. Okay. I'm going to reboot it. Turn it off it. and on again. Ready? Hang on. Oh. Boom. <laughs> Reboot. Reboot. Cheap show. show. Document file. file. Download. Download. Character. Character. Eli Silverman. Hello. I'm Eli Silverman. Fuck off. And I'm hosting Cheap Show. Uh, Ruff, ruff, ruff. Go, go, go. Go, go, go. That's right. Go, go, go. That's right. Go, go, go. Go, go, go. Go, go, go. Go, go, Fucking madness. Week by week, this descends into utter fucking claptrappery. What are we doing? We are... How to beat... How to beat up a ten-year-old. Yeah, we're playing How to Beat Up a Ten-Year-Old. It's based on a TV show that starred Noel Evans. Now, Paul, 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 I think wasn't this a format that Edmunds helmed in this country? I think some... I believe, sure, there was an American version, just like Deal or No Deal had an American yes, version. But I think this start... In this, in this instance, I think it was started in the States, didn't it? Before Noel got his grubby little mitts on it. I'm, a, I'm about to find okay. out, because was Deal or No Deal originally a British show that became an American show? Yes, I, I believe so. I think it was... It was Noel was actually behind the actual design of it. Because, it, because Deal or No Deal linked in with his whole sort of Ask the Universe for... A million quid, and you, you know, ah, uh, yeah, that cult mentality yeah. he so endured. So I think he he was behind adored. It. He was behind developing it, I believe. But I think how are you smarter than a ten year old? Was just something he was asked to helm. Yeah, you know, it is based on an, on the American show. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Okay, there you go. It was on Sky One, a uh, Sky Channel, uh, from two thousand and seven to twenty ten. Okay, there are two editions. One that was hosted by Noel Edmonds, 
that was daily and then later um by dick and dom oh yeah the two uh they, they did the dick late they did the late night one the sexy one yeah the show welcomes adult contestants who attempt to answer 10 questions plus a final bonus question taken from primary school textbooks two from each school year ages six to seven each correct answer increases the amount of money and you can win up to quarter of a million or fifth or half a million in season three nice so that's what we're going to play today so yeah, I've slightly simplified this version of the game because in in the TV show there were many kids that you could pick and choose from that oh. had an element of 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 uh, risk to the game. So you might pick a kid who ends up being no good at the subject at hand, you know that kind of and thing. And what you get to look at them before you pick them? Yeah, that's, basically that's you a choose bit around, weird, isn't it? Could, like, all sorts of weird biases and judgments could come in depending on which kid you uh, you picked for the science question. Would you go with, like, you get the one with specs and ask him the maths and science ones? And, like, you know what I mean? They're one of horses. You could ask the the girl about horses or something. It's terrible. So the way this version's got off the game's going to work Do I get to is, pick a child? You know, going to be... Pl- you make it sound creepy. It's <laughs> twice you've done that now. Well, it's weird. the show is called right. how, how to Fucking Get the Best of a 10-Year-Old, isn't it? It's not called <laughs> How to Get the Best of a 10-Year-Old. That's even more filthy. <laughs> I'll have that one. I'll get the best out of him. No. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to happen is Eli will be yeah. playing for the 100 grand. You'll Yay. be answering 10 questions. I'll be playing the children because what's going to happen is okay. when you when you get a question, right, you can answer it and get it over and done with, as a quiz would usually do. Right. But if you're not sure, you can either peek. You've got a card that says peek. I can peek see the peek. That's oh, nice lamination. the answer. Yeah. What happens so, if I peek? That means, because I'm going to write what I think the answer is down as well, because I don't know, because, ah, the questions come in code, and you have to use this decoder ah. to read the answers. Oh, nice bit of kit. Yeah, so you slide the card th- in. What do you think of this as a sort of board game, as a, in terms of its uh, its build and the uh, the accessories, the accessories and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, does, it does the format of the show reasonably well. You get these boards like this. To place your pieces on and move around the board, right? Where you get okay. more money. Nice. You get th- well. That board here is is the is the questions because basically, you got ten questions in ten categories. Yes. Ten year old, nine year old, eight year old, seven year old, six year old. So if you don't oh. know if you don't know science, you might want to go with a six year old with the science questions easier and topics you might know. Uh, okay. You want to go with the ten. I see. I you see. see what I'm getting at now? Yeah. I see. So. But once you've asked a 10-year-old, that's crossed out. So that's gone. So you have 10 questions and 10 different children to ask, potentially. Okay, yeah? sure. Different age, different age children, yeah. Yeah, and that will dictate the, the difficulty of the question, potentially. Yes. So I will ask the question, and because I don't know the answer, I can play as well, and I will play the kids who you can maybe lean on if you need to, right? However, at the start of the question, once you read it out, you have some options. One is peak. Yeah, what, does ha- what happens? It means you can look at my answer, right, and then decide to either go with it or not, okay? Okay, yeah. And depending on what you do depends on uh, if you move up the board or not, right? Okay. Or you can do copy, right? And copy means you look at my answer, but you have to go with my answer. Have to copy that means it. If I'm yeah. wrong, you're fucked. Yeah, okay, have to copy And then it. you have save. Which is the only, it's a one-off, it's a one-life token. So if you get okay. it wrong, you can say save, and then you move on. You don't You don't move up, but you don't lose. You just missed that right? turn. Yeah, okay. All right, I've got a piece of paper, pen and paper ready, Paul. So let's find out. Eli Silverman, are you smarter than a 10-year-old? Welcome to Are You Smarter Than a 10-Year-Old? 
It's a brand new term, and this time we're putting celebrities to the test. Um, what's grammar? <laughs> I don't like anything up there. Goodbye. Where's Sport? Now I've lost all my confidence and a little bit of weed come out. Oh, you are right! And there's a brand new class to help them. We see their happy, smiling faces everywhere, but question, are today's celebrities smarter than a ten-year-old? Right, Mr. Silverman, you have ten questions, right? The categories are... Well, actually, there's a load. English, maths, music, history, geography, animal science, literary, vocabulary. Uh, there's loads, but you don't get to choose. You just get to tell me what age range you like, and then I'll pull a question from okay. then. So it's up to you whether you want to go with the harder ones first or whatever as we go down the list. Sure. I think I'll get harder later. Yeah. Shall we develop that gag further? <laughs> no, no, right. just... No, no, so, let's not. Just one no, last question. okay? One last question, Mr Silverman, before we get started. What do you want to be? Do you want to be an apple? Do you want to be a globe? Do you want to be a stack of books? Or do you want to be a pencil? They're your, they're your character be, pieces. I'd like to be an apple, please. As in apple polisher. Apple polisher, very good. Very um, 1940s, isn't it? It is indeed. Right, Mr Silverman. Yeah. What age yes. range would you like for your first question? Two hundred and fifty pound. You've got a ten-year-old, nine-year-old, eight-year-old, seven-year-old, six-year-old. You got you got ten. Of okay, and what are we going by the assumption that the younger they are, the less the less use or less complex their understanding is going to be? Is that I right? mean, we're guessing that the younger they are, the easier the question is going to be. Yes, but as you get, uh, as you get, the... but once you've asked a ten-year-old or a six-year-old, that's it. You can't. You can only ask a six-year-old twice. Seven-year-old twice, okay. eight-year-old twice, nine-year-old twice, ten-year-old twice. Feet. So you got ten questions. Right? Okay. Uh, why don't I start with the, with a ten-year-old then? Because right. it's it's let's get the hard ones out of the way. Do you know what? When you say sentences like that, you need to be careful of how I edit this podcast. I know. Well, let's just you know. Come on. Let's. We can get through this. Okay. All right. Here <laughs> we go. Completely ending the podcast. <laughs> right. It's a maths question. I'm pulling All them right. out randomly. So, maths. Here's the question. Yes. Okay. What are the total number of factors of 12? <sighs> factors of 12. Yeah. Uh, so you can have 1 times 12. That's 1. 2 times 6. I've written my answer down. So are you confident that you know, or do you want to peek at my answer? Copy my answer? What do you want to do? I don't want to peek at your answer. You could have a little peek at my You're shit at maths. You're, you're shit at maths. You don't even understand what this question means. I do, actually, but go on. Do you? Yeah. Come on, Mr. Silverman. Come on, it's it's. Uh, come on, a ten-year-old knows okay. this. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll. I'm just gonna. I've got my question answer. Written. All right. But what, do you want to go with it, or do you want to peek or copy mine? I'll go with it. I'm gonna go with it. You're gonna go with yours. Yeah. All right. In that case, what do you think the answer is, Mr. Silverman? I think there's three ways you can. Three factors. Twelve. All right. The answer is six. Fuck. I didn't get six right, though, so there you go. We're both fucking what did you dumb get? as what shit. What did you say? <laughs> what did you say? I said, I, what did I, you say? I wrote one. 
There's not. There's more than one, mate. Well, I know that to... now. I thought it was a trick question. What is but the factors? You don't know what the factors are either. I'm no, not sure what the and, factors and you are. don't know. So, do you want to play no, your one and only save card, or do you want to end this 15 minutes in? I'm gonna. I have to because. All right, bloody hell, this isn't going well, is it? No, right. You've played your save <laughs> card. Oh, that's troubling. Right, but but I got rid of one of my 10 year olds as well, didn't I? No, because the, you have to have 10 questions. It means you can pick again. It's only when you get the question right that the, that's all cancelled out. Okay. So what cat? What what would you like to go with another 10 year old then? Yes, please. Hopefully, right. I won't get maths. This is English. All right. Right. Okay. Describing an animal or thing with human qualities is called what? Describing an animal with human qualities is called what? I know this, but I don't know if I can spell it. Right, I've written it down. I've written my answer down. I'm a ten-year-old. Yeah, so I'm little Bobby from Eastway at a primary school. And oh, uh, I'm a good boy. I like fishing. Good. I like walking the dog. And I like shopping. Meaty Margaret's farm! Did she got a shop there as well, does she? Oh, come here, my little boy, you tasty little thing. I show you round the farm and make you succulent. Oh, yes, we will. Jeffro's going to make an appearance, mate, at some point. Right. I'm just telling you. So, yeah. do you want to answer, or do you want to sneak or copy? I will answer that one, Paul. I'm pretty confident. All right, okay. What do you think the answer is? Anthropomorphizing. Let's have a look. Anthropomorphization. Is correct. So there you go, Eli Silverman. You've won two hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah. That's a different quiz, isn't it? That's a good one, though, isn't it? Oh, let's strike it, lucky. Right. Next question. What age group do you want to go for? Let's go for eight-year-old. All right. It's an eight-year-old, and it's a history question. Not, I'm not good on British history. And math. What is? What do Americans have instead of a prime minister? Fuck's sake. That's not history. That's what, I know, but what do you want, mate? I'm writing the answer down now. I'll play it. Right. I've written, I've written my answer down. I'm little Tarquin from Upper Boys School, Middlesex. Mm. Yeah. I like candy and football and murdering prostitutes in alleyways. And my wait till you get to Eton, then you'll be up a boy. Wow, we're just hitting all the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> we're just hitting all the tie bars today. Right. Um, what's the answer? President. Is correct. You go up to £500, Mr. Silverman. And that's an eight-year-old crossed off. Okay. Yeah. So, next, what do you want to do next? What age group? I don't understand how I'm going to use these uh, strategically. I don't... Which ones do I want to get rid of first? Which... Do you know what I mean? I don't understand, Paul. All right. So, what do you want to do? What, what year group do you want to go with now? I don't know. I don't know who I am. Who am I? What's my relationship to these children? <laughs> you have no relationships with these children at all. Right, why are they trying to help me then? You do have to pick from the age group. That's what it is asking you to do before you get a topic. All oh, right, I said, I said, I told you. All right, cool. I would like the answer of a seven-year-old, please. And it's music. Okay, right, feeling confident. Where's, where's me magic flap? Here it is. Putting it in. Right, this is a music question. Beethoven stopped composing music when he lost his hearing. True or false? False. You just want to go in the head straight away with that, do you? It's false. The answer is... False. Oh, Thank you. another one, yeah. 
A thousand pounds, yeah. Mr. Silverman. Doing all right here. I'm doing all right. I'm feeling good, feeling confident. I uh, just need to answer some more questions. And, Seven uh, more questions be, to uh, go. Okay, here we go. Hit me. What age group do you want? You've got one ten, two nines, one eight, two sevens, one six. It just feels weird when you say what age group do you want? Like do you that? want a seven-year-old or a ten-year-old? No, no, no. Do you want a six-year-old? Ten-year-old. A fine choice, sir. No. No, <laughs> shut up. Right, <laughs> English question again. I'm in English. I've got a degree in English. I'll have you know. This will be a breeze. You should get this one. Who wrote A Midsummer Night's Dream? Billy Boy Shakespeare. It was Billy Boy Shakespeare. Old Billy. Well, Old yeah. Billy Boy Shakespeare. I shall we'll just move straight on to that. You're <laughs> correct. £2,500. And I'll cross off the 10 Billy Boy. I'm Billy Boy. I'm Billy Boy Shakespeare. Hello. I write a lot. I'm Billy Boy. I write it. I write this it. This is probably down. our most disturbing episode in a while, to be honest. It's weirdly sexual and inappropriate and weird. <laughs> I don't I'm know. It's boy. weird. I'm blaming I'm the heat boy. because this fucking room is scorching yeah. hot right now. I've got rinds on my neck. What age really group boy. do you want next? You can't use ten-year-olds anymore. You've, you've okay. used both ten-year-olds. Eight. They're spent. Eight. Give me an eight-year-old, please. Oh, this is animal science. Okay. All right. Which one of the following animals is not? Not extinct. Okay. Platypus, woolly mammoth, dodo bird. The platypus is no, not yeah, extinct. Yeah, it is. That's Although I believe easy one, that. I, I believe it's quite endangered. You've earned £5,000, Mr. Silverman. You're halfway there to the quarter of a million bonus. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, good. Keep them coming. So, you can't use an eight-year-old anymore. You've, you've used both your ten-year-olds. So and my eight-year-olds, yeah, and there's one seven-year-old left or something. It's no, one six-year-old. Seven-year-olds and a six-year-old. Okay, this is the weirdest fucking conversation <laughs> you can have playing this game. Right, come on. What do you want? Six-year-old. Art for a six-year-old. Okay. Art question: Murals are painted on walls. True or false? It's true, Paul. It is. It's true. It's a true. It's an answer. You don't need your kids. You don't need little Timmy boy to help. You know what you're doing. I do. £10,000 you've now got, Mr. Silverman. You're doing very well. Very well. Okay. But you're not allowed to use a six-year-old anymore. Both the six-year-olds are gone. You have two seven-year-olds and two nine-year-olds who are eager to help you out. Okay. What age group would you like now? You've got four questions left, four children left. Nine. It's another history card. Okay. Sliding it in. What is the name of Britain's only female prime minister? Fuck it. No. Just wanna just wanna say Margaret Thatcher, we can get on. I mean, to be fair, this There's is now wrong. Two. Yeah, it's wrong. It's oh, wrong, because we had that uh, that Wraith figure who was in charge Theresa for Theresa May, yeah. Theresa May? She may not. I'm gonna get a million quid here. Yeah, you're doing alright, aren't you? It's easy. You've got one nine-year-old left and two seven-year-olds. What do you want to do? Uh, I'll go for a seven-year-old. Uh, yeah, wise choice, sir. Wise choice. They're a fine oh, this gosh. time of year. <laughs> can we can we stop, please? Let's stop this. I, it's just I'm just going to win. It's a geography question, Mr. Silverman. Okay. All right. Seven-year-old geography. Here we go. Okay. Brazil and Peru are on what continent? I'll go for answering that, please, Paul. You're on fifteen thousand pound. The next one will get you twenty-five grand. And are you? I'm just going to write my answer down first. Hang on, because I think I know this one. All right, cool. What say you? Or do you want to use peak or copy? Are you sure? Are you sure, Mr. Silverman? Peak or copy? Peak or copy? Uh, I'd like to peak, please. 
All right. So I'm going to peek. You're going to peek at my answer, right? Okay. I'll write it Show out again me. so you can see it because I scrolled it. Let me do it again. Get your answer out. I want to peek at it. How much is it for a peek? Hello, Mr. Oh. Silverman. I heard you wanted to have a peek at what I have. So come over here. I'm going no. to let you see what I've got. Come in. Look I closer. Look I don't closer. want to come over there. All right. Thank you. So, Timmy. He revealed the answer South America. South America. But is Eli going to go with that or is he going to choose his own answer? Let's find out. I'm going with it. You're going to go with it? Yeah. Right. The answer is South America. You are correct. Great. That's £25,000. Right. You've got two more questions left, Mr. Silverman. You've got one nine year old and one seven year old at your disposal. Which one would you like? Let's go for the nine year old, please. Oh, it's a science question. If our planet rotated faster, would each day be longer or shorter? Give me your answer after I'm going to write it down now. Right. So, are you confident with your answer or do you want to copy, which is your last saving grace, copy mine? which means you have to take the answer that I show you. I'm confident with my answer. This is for £50,000, Mr. Silverman. Uh, the days would be shorter. Let's have a look at the answer. It is shorter. Eli is on. He's got £50,000. Round of applause, please. Nine-year-old. That's it. So all you're left with now is a seven-year-old boy called Andy. Hello, Andy. Hello, Mr. Silverman. Hello, Andy. Uh, My name is Andy. I know. I know, Andy. We. I know your father. I collect Pokemon. I collect uh, Andy, flat, Andy, flat Andy. ball cards. And I also sleep in an attic with my conjoined twin, Flat Flap. Andy, if you could just cover uh, cover Flat Flap's ears for a minute. I'll cover him up. He's done. Okay. He, won't, he won't hear this. Andy, did you uh, get that thing that we, the thing we talked about? At this point of the podcast, Paul Gannon has a dilemma. <laughs> does he subvert this and go somewhere surreal or odd? Or does he do what is more likely Badger. Paul, and turn Paul, this into a, a troubling content podcast? I've got a surefire, a surefire way out. Yeah? Go on. It's been in front of us the whole whole time. Yeah. Just do a badger joke. Do a badger joke. Go badger comedian. So I'll, t I'll give you the question again. What? All right. Andy. Andy. Yes, Mr. Silverman. Yes. Have you... Uh, Make sure that your conjoined twin's ears are covered. Or are covered and with a pillar. Uh, make sure he, he's got, he can breathe. Oh, I've created a problem now. I, oh, no. I think I've got five more minutes to live. Why won't he wake up? <laughs> Why won't he oh, wake God. up? <laughs> Andy, did you get my drugs? Flap, flap! <laughs> Andy, before you, I call the ambulance, did you get me my thing? I got you a badger, yeah, it's in the post. Yay! Nah, right. <laughs> nah, no, cut it, cut it. Right, so here's the final question. It has to be a seven-year-old. I'm, I'm about to win a million quid. Well, you're about to win. Oh, I'm about to win. You're about to win a hundred thousand. And if you get there, then you can win a quarter of a mil with the bonus question. All right, all right. All it's right. seven-year-old, and it's the topic enough. is animal science. Animal science. And here's the question. Isn't that biology? It just says animal science. I don't know what else that refers to. Okay. What is it called when animals sleep for months during the winter? Well, Mr. Silverman, do you know the answer? Yes, I do. In that case, Andy, you can now die. Flap, flap! Good. My baby! He only wanted to be on the TV and now he's dead. 
What a tragic story. I'm going to have to go around there, pretend I'm mourning, and get my uh, my stash of drugs. And your badger. <laughs> right, what is the answer? Hibernation. Right. What? Did you give us... Yeah, yes. good. You've won £100,000. Yay! I didn't read the rules for the uh, jackpot oh, question, fuck. so I'm going to do it now because I didn't think you'd get this far. I think you'd be. I thought you'd have been humiliated, but these questions were a lot easier than I expected. I don't know if it's the board game edition means they're easier to make everyone have a fair shake at it, but either way, it's terrible. They're too easy. If you successfully answer all ten primary school questions, you can try for a quarter of a million jackpot. Select the top card from the two hundred and fifty thousand pound card pile and insert it in read the question aloud then give your answer you cannot get help from any other player if you're right you win if you're wrong you're out simple enough all right okay i'm ready i'll let i'll i'll ripple through what them I... and you can just say stop and i'll take that card because there's no age group it's just what do i have to do i do, how, what do i have to do answer this one last question there's no age one yeah, last there's no question. age group you can't ask for help it's just you and this question yeah Right, okay. for a quarter of okay. a million, I'm gonna, I'm gonna riffle through the pack and you say stop and I'll take the top card yeah. when you say. Here we go. Here we go. Right. Stop. Top card. Hey, oh, this is exciting. Good luck, Mr. Silverman. Good luck, Mr. Silverman. Thank you. Good luck, Mr. Silverman. Good luck, Mr. Silverman. Thanks, kids. Right, here we go. Thank you, Charlie. For a quarter of a million, here is your £250,000 question. <laughs> it's gonna be so easy. <laughs> Here's the final question, Mr. Silverman. What is dendrology the study of? I'm going to have to guess, Paul. I know it's all on the line, but I think it's the study of hair. You say hair for £250. Two, no, not £250. £250,000. <laughs> the answer is... Trees! You've failed at the final oh, hurdle! Fuck. It was trees, Mr. Silverman. Oh, I'm so sorry, oh, but well. you are going home oh, well. with £100,000 and all these dead children. That's right. <laughs> they, come, they come in a nice big bag that you can take home or maybe drop off oh, come at on. Meaty Margaret's farm. Or oh, I'll take them off your hands. Well, look, can I get cash for them, Meaty Margaret? She's not even called Margaret, is she, probably? Don't you ask any more questions, young sir, or you might you find yourself in a bap. Oh, wow. Who's this bloke who seems to be barreling into the studio? I'm Jeffro! I'm Jeffro! Well, what do I want? Margaret, they want me to kill him? I'll kill him. Oh, I'm Jeffro! No, Jeffro, calm down, my love. Calm down, my love. This uh, young gentleman uh, here, Mr. Silverman's, uh, brought us a big bag of dead children uh, for our farm. Oh, I'll get the oven on. You do that. And let's let's now close the curtain on this and say goodbye to all the boys and girls who wrap this show up as I take Eli into my pantry and show him a few pies he'll never taste again. I'll, I'll say that one again. Let me take Eli into my lovely pantry kitchen and give him a very special cake indeed. That's not funny either. Crack, next one. Come on, come on, Paul. Think, think, think. <laughs> Why don't you come into my no, pantry? No, a pie. A meat pie. Beef and, curtains. And have some nice baby pie. God, no, just, just end. It's over. This section's over. Thank you. Let's wrap the show up. Oh, I'm Jeffro. No, Jeffro. All right. <laughs> and once again, the curtains of Cheap Show close 
and it's time for Betty Bows. We hope you've enjoyed yourself this week. Have you had fun, Mr. Silverman? I did have fun, but mainly in the noodle bit. Yeah, you had you had lots of noodles today, yes. and you won an imaginary £100,000 beating off small children. I didn't beat them off, though. They helped me. Oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> that was today's show. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any thoughts or comments at all, or you want to get in touch with our tales from the shop floors and things like that, email us, thecheapshow at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram. You can find it all by looking for Cheap Show. The website, www.thecheapshow.co.uk, is where you can go as a one-stop shop for all your Cheap Show needs. Every episode listed with pictures and videos. We have links to events, Cheap Show magazine page to buy all the 10 amazing issues of that. Uh, Tony's art on Redbubble can be put on any merch you like. The ongoing 2020 Cheap Show Awards, you can now vote for round two. That's on the front page of our website as well and all sorts of goodies. So you can go there as your one-stop shop and get all the merch or voting or magazines and Cheap Show Joy you need. Exciting, isn't it? Grubble. Right, bit of admin to wrap the show up. So that we was, get it wasn't quickly. that admin. That was all admin. That, that was all... That, this is different admin. This is ad addendum admin. <laughs> admin addendum. Admin addendum. Admin addendum. Admin addendum. Give me an admin right. addendum. Uh, here's the admin addendum. <laughs> <laughs> so, after a year of hard work, we are finally putting together our Winky special. And it will be our birthday episode, basically. Big Winky so on news. The fifth, big Winky news. On the 5th of June, uh, 2020, we will be doing a very, very, very special episode of Cheap Show, which is all about Winky. There's the whole history. There's a lot of Winky stuff that you've uh, you've amassed, Paul, and well done to you. You've really deep dug into the deep dive on the Winky hole. There we and, have. And, We've uh, dug deep into Winky, and we have got some truly cool stuff to uh, show you. Oh, we, you know what? You know oh, what, Paul? What? You just made what? just digging deep into Winkies just made me think about that. That picture of that woman who got that thing out of that horse's dick. My <laughs> God, I don't know what that means. That's a different conversation I think you've had with someone else. Uh, it's terrible. It's anyway, be quiet. All right. So yeah, if you want to know the whole history of Winky, boy, have we got an episode for you. We've got interviews, new material, new revelations, amazing stuff. And we've got a few fun surprises as well. Okay. So that is our 5th of June. It's our birthday episode on the 6th of June. If you enjoyed our Soiled Variety performance on Twitch on Saturday night, the 6th of June, 9 o'clock, we will be doing our birthday cheap show Twitch stream thing. Same format, me and Eli, and videos. Come and join us. Last time it was a laugh. It certainly was. Apparently. Yeah. If you want to see me frottaging inflatables as well. Two quick things and then we'll shut up. Your Envision... I want to do properly, so because I'm focusing on Winky, I'm going to push your envision to July. <laughs> so all you need to know about your envision is email me your entries. I won't reply to your emails because I uh, because I'm busy. <laughs> but thank you, and we'll we'll name you all in kind on the episode. Uh, we're going to have guest judges. It's going to be a star-studded show, just like your vision, but cheap. Nice. And the deadline for that will probably be mid June. People have been asking me about that, but basically mid June, and then we'll do the episode very early July. And I think that's it. The awards are ongoing. The second round is open, so you can now vote on your favourite Cheap Show moments. Again, you can go via the website or also follow uh, at Project Cheapskate, Cheap SK8. And that's it. It's four minutes of admin. Now we're done. That's okay. The ad addendum admin's done. Good. 
I mean, what? Now I, now, now I say what? Now what do I do? I don't know. You, you need to find something that ends on a laugh, you know, a bit upbeat, a bit cheery. Music comes in, everyone goes home, smile and think they heard a really good episode. You know, that, that kind of feeling. So if you've, got, if you've got anything like that we can end an episode on right now, that'd be really good. Oh, no. Don't have it. Sorry. Oh, stay tuned after the episode where I prove once and for all that Eli had spunky t-shirts no, in his bedroom. No! There you no. go. There you go. Goodbye, everyone. Fuck. Stay tuned after the jingle. Oh, don't. And you'll hear the truth. Fuck off. Bye. <laughs> Okay. Right, should we get going well, then? Paul, I opened that sauce pot that someone sent me. Yeah. Well... We can mention it briefly, all right? Yeah, mention it briefly. <laughs> all right. Have you tested everything? Have you put a thing over your mic? No. It's happening, though. I'm Good very close boy. to that point. I'm close to that point. Oh, that is literally covered in spunk. So... <laughs> Great. <laughs> right. Hang on, hang on. Sorry, it's a bit fucking messy in here. <laughs> here we go. This is spunk three. Uh, uh. Right, let's do a quick test. Testing one two three. One two three. Testing one two three.